Hello, everybody. This episode's a little bit on the short side, but this takes place during travel time that was cut from the main series. Shadow is laying down to rest one night with Void, and this is what follows. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. It is Shadow, so... Today's clothes have all been properly cleaned, folded, and put away. Which I'm sure everybody else thinks is odd. That is how she does. And I think that because it's Shadow, she's always worried, you know, you say stuff, people get mad kind of thing. So I think she would probably, you know, cuddle up to him like normal, lay her head on his chest or whatever, and be really quiet for a minute or two, waiting to see what he does. And then, if he doesn't say anything, she's going to speak. And she would just be like, Isra, I know you are not asleep. You are still breathing. Yes. I want to talk to you. What about? Um, because, okay, so we thought they'd be dragon and then afterwards you were right beside me all the time waiting for me to come back and yes I know that the void was the one showing himself but that I know you were there but then I come back and you have not said much of anything and I want to know if you are mad at me for going all shadow. I'm not mad at you, no. I was perhaps a bit worried. Well, I know that you were worried, but I came back and still you do not say nothing. So I thought maybe you were mad that I let her or that uh, I concentrated on the dragon and or something. I don't know. No, I'm not mad at you at all. And why does you be so quiet? I suppose I've been contemplating. Well, you do know that thinking is a very dangerous thing to do sometimes. Of course, but it is something we all do. I know, I mean, just trying to get you to smile. 
What is so serious? Did I grow a third eye? No, and both of your legs haven't become arms either. Oh, that is good. I do need to paint my toes again, though. They are ugly. They're not ugly. The paint is dipping off with you. It is ugly. It doesn't make them ugly. I will repaint them. Later. Not tonight. When we get to Grandmama's. But at least they are still feet, yes? Yes. They are still feet. So, no third eyes. I still have feet. What is so problematic? It's nothing to concern yourself with. Are you mad because I was fighting with my brother? No. I find it mildly entertaining, even. You are a little bit of an asshole, by the way. Isn't everybody? No! But uh, the two of you are very good at it. I suppose everyone's got at least one. Some of us just have more. And he kind of smirks. Well, I am surrounded, it seems. If I get one of you to behave, then the other one starts acting up. You're worse than children. Sorry. I am not mad at you. I just think you make it uh, more difficult than it has to be sometimes with him. Maybe. But at the same time, it kind of needs to be done in a way. Would there really be any harm in looking at him and saying, I am not a threat? Well, I mean, he wouldn't believe me. It is not what about him. It is this. That's not what I'm talking about. Whether he believes or disbelieves, that is beyond control for anybody else. But would it hurt anything to look at him and say, I am not threat. I am not trying to hurt your sister. Those exact words? No. I mean, you are free to rephrase stuff as a, however you think is best. <clears throat> but the general concept. Void needs to have animosity between us. That is fine. Void and Truth can fight all day if they want to. All night, I don't care. I am not talking about Void and Truth. But you know that Truth does not differentiate us so much. I know. But just because he chooses not to does not mean that there is not different. I am not asking you to have heart to heart with man. I am not asking you to let him see the entirety of Ezra even. I am just saying, what does it hurt for you to speak up and say that uh, you are wrong and this is not how it is? Perhaps because I bear uncertainties of my own. You are uncertain that you are Ezra? No. I am pretty certain. 
But uh, it might be a problem if you're uncertain. I'm not uncertain of who I am. Okay, then why is there uncertainty to say, no, I am here and I am not doing these things? You know, every time you say that, you change what you say. It is general concept. Because there are things that neither myself or Void can be sure of. And to truly give truth a reason to distrust us would be problematic. So, which one of you, Void or Ezra, is uncertain whether you are causing threat? Neither of us think we're causing a threat. Okay. So, which one of you, Dean, is um, uncertain that uh, you are not attempting to harm me? Well, when you put it that way, neither of us. Okay, then I do not see the problem. I'm uncertain if we will not end up arming you in some way. By no means an attempt. Is there ever any certainty about that? Do you think Grayson sits out to harm me in any way? Do you think he makes decisions by saying, hmm, you know what? This will hurt Nisa. This is what I will do. No. Of course not. He does what he believes is best, and sometimes it hurts me. It is not his intention, it is not what he wants, but it happens. There is never certainty. There is only intention that we are speaking of. And for all his bluster, I think even he must realize that sometimes you try to do the right thing and it does not work out what you want. I'm not sure that it's the right thing. Of course it is the right thing to try not to hurt me. No, not that. Then I am still not seeing problem. He kind of wraps his arm around you and gives you a bit of a squeeze. Like I said, it's nothing to really concern yourself with. I disagree. If something bothers you, it bothers me. And it bothers me even more when I do not know what is bothering me. Ezra. Yes. Where is my heart? He puts his hand up to his chest. Over the scar. Do you really think that anything that uh, is upsetting you, is bothering you, whatever, has no effect on me? Still, I worry. Okay, be worried. Worry until the end of time, if you want. But tell me anyway. I can't untell you. No? But since when do we keep big secrets from each other? 
I think we this is my fear is that there is one that I have kept from you but not another that you have kept from me so you don't know if I have secret and that bothers you makes me anxious fearful it's not a good secret to have alone most of the time secrets are not the best thing but there are some secrets I have to keep because our lady says so you know this yes this is not such a secret there is only one other secret that I know of that I keep but I will tell you if you want to know but you cannot get mad at me Right. You have to promise. I promise. Okay. Well, I might one time, a few years back, I might have snuck into your room and hid there so that I could watch you get naked. <laughs> um. Make me a sense motive. Uh, you would say that when I don't have any dice or she knows. Yeah, I would. Oh, I rolled a 17. So 17 plus 8. You would see that he, um, while, um, a, a little surprised and a little amused, there's a, like a sort of undercurrent of disappointment as well uh not like disappointment in you just disappointment in general uh this is like uh, and um i don't suppose it was a pleasant sight what do you mean was it pleasant yes of course it is pleasant you ordered gorgeous it was just um a bit more of a show than i was expecting so I was not sure what to do. Did you stay there? How? How? What was was I supposed to do? Just walk out and announce myself at that point? It'd be damn near traumatizing. Where did you hide? In your room. You said that already. You have furniture. You are not the most organized of persons. And... When things are messy or have a lot of clutter, it makes it easy to hide. You better hope assassins never come after you. Well, apparently one already did. I was not trying to kill you. I was just curious. It's not an assassin if you're not being assassinated. I suppose not. But no, I'm not mad at you. But then, on the upside, you're a very good-looking man. Thank you. And, you know, feel free to put on a show anytime you want. I will not complain. Of course. Yes, I can see you are a great performer. You cannot wait, right? Right. Try to sound just a little bit more enthused, you know? 
My apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am being mean. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm trying to make you laugh. I think he will smile for you, but you can tell it's not him. No, that is no. Ezra. Yes. I'm not here to talk to Void. Sorry. You do not have to say sorry. You can just, you know, I will call you out on it. Of course. Nero is good at that. So there, you know secret. Now what? I suppose... And my secret is alone. Why do you say you were never alone, Ezra? Never, never. I made sure of that. I know. Then why do you say this? Because your secret was different. So then share with me and it will be both secret. I don't think that's how it works. How do you know you have not tried? I mean, what other secrets do you think I might have? You have pretty much overheard everything at this point. I'm uncertain. You say that a lot. I'm uncertain a lot. Then tell me what it is you're uncertain about. What do you think of me? What do I think of you? Yes. You're my Ezra, that is what I think. That's not vague at all. You saved me, and you smiled at me, and uh, my entire life changed when you smiled at me. And I cannot imagine not being with you. It is, it is not an acceptable thought. And so I give you my heart so that it is nothing to worry about then. And I I have to let Shadow out to fight Dragon because Nisa saw you got hit. She could not stand it. I do not know what you want me to tell you. Would you have let Shadow out for Grayson? I do not know, honestly. I guess I am used to him standing in front of me. I... I do not feel need to protect him. Why do you feel the need to protect him? Because you are my answer, because I love you. You know this. In what way? What do you mean, in what How do you love me? I do not know about house. I know that I love you, that, that you have to, you have to be happy, or I cannot be happy, that it is like 
not having arm when you are not there. Would it make you happy if my secret was that I loved you? I know you love me. You do not often say so, but you say I tell you all the time that I love you and you you kind of smirk at me and I will tell you that you love me too and you do not argue the point. I think he kind of turns his head and tries to kiss you. She will kiss him. Okay. Um, no one has ever kissed me before. No one has ever loved me before. You know, you do not, you do not have to do this for me. You know that, right? It's not something I made the choice of. More something that happened. I, well, I'm glad it happened, but I did not, did not expect this. I've been afraid. Of me? I suppose in a way you could say that. Of it being different for you? No, answer. I, I have loved you since the first time you smiled at me. That is all there ever was. But I could not say too much because I was afraid to stand up to my brother. But I have fixed that. You are braver than I am. No, not brave. I, I suppose I was afraid that I was running out of time. I suppose I felt the same way. One fear overrides another. There are many things I fear, but the biggest of them is that you will leave. I will not. And that is why I wanted to protect you from the dark. That is why I want to protect you from everything, but I know what it did to me for for truth to always protect, to always push me aside so that I was not in danger. And so as much as I want to keep you safe, I also do not want to do that to you. So I do not know how to both keep you safe and let you do what you need to do. I will protect you. As best as I can. I know I'm not as strong as you. That you have our goddess's gifts redoubled. I will do all I can. That is what scares me. I do not want to watch you die for me. No more than I want to watch you die for me. Or anyone else. That is why I was mad at you when you started following me around. When you did not go back. I figured something along those lines. But I can't just leave you be. I know. That is what makes it hard to keep you safe. I'm sorry I'm a burden. You're not a burden. It is just double-edged sword, is it not? On the one hand, I do not want you more than this far away from me. 
and on the other hand, I want to keep you safe. And I cannot figure out how to make it more. I think it's something we will have to decide in the moment. I will do what I can to protect myself for you. Thank you. And I will try not to make too many rash, impulsive decisions that put me in danger. Thank you. But do not tell Grace and I say. I won't be telling him much of anything. Oh, he is going to be so upset. He's always upset. We may have to move, you know, to like the other side of the world from him for a few months. I think that's an exaggeration. We shall see. I suppose. But maybe we do not tell him this until later, like, at Grandmama's house. That way, if he wants to act stupid, Grandmama will stop him. That sounds wise. Yes, well, I'm not afraid to stand up to him, but I do know that he is stronger than I am, so it is best to have reinforcements. Yes. We both know the void and me that when it comes down to it, he will not act rashly in anger. No, I do not think he will hurt. I do not. I have never seen him unfairly hurt a man. I do, and I know he will not hurt me. He might threaten to whoop my ass sometimes, but he would not actually. But when he gets angry, I worry about him still doing things that might not be good for him. Mm. Void does keep an eye on him. And for that, I am grateful. And I have found him a traveling companion for when we go our separate ways. Akron? Yes. He has agreed to travel with Truth, and... You noticed you spoke with him? That makes me feel some better to know he is not going to be alone. Because as much as he likes to pretend to be, he does have emotions, he does feel things, and he does get lonely. You just can't always tell behind all that armor. The faceplate helps. Yes. So it, it is reassuring to know that people look after him and he will just have to come to terms. He kind of hugs you just for a few seconds. He will learn to accept. It will take time, but maybe, but you know, he will learn to accept. Hmm. Eventually, it will go from something he doesn't want to hear to being the truth. Yes. And who knows, it might possibly happen in our lifetime. Perhaps. But I promise, too, that I will not interfere with you being void when we are out there in front of everybody. I know you have your job to do, too. Yes. And I don't think you could interfere with Void being Void. Well, like, I, maybe not, but maybe, you know what I mean, I think, maybe. <laughs> yes, and I will be 
there to help when you need Shadow. I am glad to. The Shadow was only safe when she has the darkness of the void to hide her. Maybe it is all fake. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, it is just those beautiful little teeth of yours. He grins. They, they make an impression. What can I say? Was that the vampire bite joke? No. It was not. I wish it was. It was kind of clever, but I'm not that clever. <laughs> no, it is Nisa not being sure what to say because she has waited like an eternity for this and it now it is here and she does not know what to do. I can't say I'm in a different boat than that. I mean, I guess you could just go back to kissing me and then you wouldn't have to worry about what my might say. I suppose that's definitely an option. It's hard to talk with your mouth full. You lean in and and kiss you and then there is a fade to black and imaginations can take forth from there and you get to decide the canon. <laughs> <laughs> I will never tell. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler. Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He, he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? 
We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place in a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had... What the fuck, Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey. A musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Eterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the elder gods haunt your dreams.